talk for a while We could walk for a mile We could try to run Just to see when I Everybody and welcome to uh, another edition of Holy Commutes. This is a, uh, a wiffle ball podcast that comes at you every day um, of the month, every every three months, and uh, it's a wiffle ball podcast about wiffle ball. I'm the host for Wednesday. I'm one of the hosts for Wednesdays. Uh, one of the usual hosts for Wednesdays. My name's Trent Steffes. <laughs> Trent Steffes. I don't know why that. Uh, golly. Uh, and the other host is uh, Austin Cephas. Austin, welcome. Oh, thank you, Trent. You yeah. know we are in season 16? You did mention that. Wow. Not on this podcast, because this is the first time we've been on the airways this July, Trent. Yeah. This this uh, July 2023, so. Yeah, well, it was a good run. We got in there just in the nick of time. What is going on? <laughs> We're having a Wiffle Ball podcast. Yes. I'm very excited to be here today, and I'm I am incredibly ecstatic to rank these teams Trent well pumped but yeah we are going to talk about the jerseys of NWLA tournaments uh NWLA was a few weeks ago wait like a week and a half ago like last week uh about about a week and a half ago about a week ago yeah about a week ago um and there was some I mean as always ever since I got there and started ranking the shirts. The jersey game has been getting better every year, and it was great again this year. And I decided we're going to bring back the jersey rankings. It's something that I did uh, every year after the tournament for a long for a long time after we started because like it, was, it used to be a thing in the tournament. Like one of the requirements where if you didn't adhere to this and do this, like you're eligibility for participation the next year would be in jeopardy you had to write a certain amount of articles for you like for coverage of the tournament you know to try to like generate buzz and stuff and this was something that was required by the tournament and so you had to do like two pre-tournament articles you know like to hype stuff up and then two quote-unquote on-site articles where like it's stuff that you are so like supposed to write on site. I don't think I ever did an on. I think I did one on site article actually on site. Then you had to do a post tournament article as well. Yeah. And the thing that I latched on to because it's just like I like jerseys and stuff. I've always liked that. I don't think that's a mystery to anybody who's listened to this podcast before. And so I'm like, well, let's do that. That'll be easy. And then it became like a tradition. So then it was just like, boom, you know, don't even have to worry about a post tournament article anymore. And so once once they stopped being required, I definitely like didn't really uh, do them as as much. And then we started doing this podcast, and once again the need for content arose, and so <laughs> we turned it over to uh, to us and started doing counter, counter rankings of uniforms, you know, for UWF and then the BLA tournament. And so we're going to be doing that today. You know, we had sixteen teams out there in Pittsburgh. You were a player out there, Squirrel. In case anybody didn't know, that's your HRL moniker. Great team, um, loved playing in it, and thank you for everyone again that helped run it, set it up. Davy, everyone that ran it. Yeah, I think Big the time. biggest the biggest shout out goes to Jake Davy. I mean yeah. that dude, he put in a ton of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of 
there's a lot that goes into the planning of the tournament, a lot of discussion, a lot of, you know, bouncing off of, of ideas and stuff and administrative work. And so that's what the planning committee's for. But the way it's been the last few years is that there's like, there's a, there's a main guy or a main person and they, and then everybody else just works to support them. And, you know, it's kind of been Brendan Dudas and then Rudy Lyon have kind of been the main guys last year, but uh, it was it was it was Jake Davy this year, and he killed it. You know, um, he got that ESPN deal to get the finals aired. I mean, that was so sick. I hope that 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 keeps going because uh, you know he he worked really hard on getting that, and that's been something that has been in talks for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's he able to come through and put on just a great tournament. I thought, and he like. And then I also just wanted to shout out uh, Nate Morris too, and uh, like a bunch of the, a few of the other Will guys that really helped out. Yeah, but for Nate sure. Morris specifically because he really helped out at 2020, and again at this tournament uh, when they were hosting, he was doing so much as well too, and working his ass off the few days before, and just doing so much. Yeah, I love that guy. He's so he's such a nice guy. Every time I see him, and he's great. Thank you, Nate Morris. Heck of an ump, I gotta say. He was one of my favorite. The umps best ump ever. Yeah. He. Is he should just quit with a ball and become an ump? Wow, he's a great player, wow. but he should just he should just Big be a full time ump. He wow. could be the best ump in the nation. He is the best ump in the nation. Interesting. All right, Interesting. let's get to the meat of this podcast. Yeah, we could talk about NWLA, and we're gonna keep doing it because we're gonna be talking about jerseys. So I'm real picky when it comes to jerseys. That's how I've had to get. You know, back in the day, there was a few that just stood out because they were all matchy matchy. You know, the OCWAs, the WSEMs, the Tampas, and then about nobody else. Potomac, of course, because they had Galloway. Galloway, yeah. But a lot of it was mid. A lot of the shirts were mid, a lot of white shirts, you know, because it was it's cheap and easy. You know, jerseys weren't as accessible back then as they are now, I got to say. Bold, bold statement. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, that's how this tournament's gotten. you got to get picky, so that's kind of what we're looking for. We're going to be looking for, you know, kind of uniformity, some more elements, some shorts, matching, of course, because this is a uniform ranking. This isn't a jersey ranking. Uh, a jersey ranking is a totally different thing because, you know, a couple, a couple teams brought multiple jerseys, which is part of the uniform, and will get you some points in, uh, in the rankings. So, um, but, you know, freshness... And uniformity is what's going to win the day for the teams. And we're not going to be doing what we've done before in the counter rankings. Um, I just made the list, and we're just going to be going through it. <laughs> yeah, I, sc- I screwed that one up enough. You're just like, I'm going to take the take that on this one. <laughs> just need. You're just, welcome, everyone. I sat out this year. <laughs> just needed to take it out of take it out of God's hands. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So. Uh, number 16, and this one's intentional because the dude stole our entire bit um, for his post-tournament uh, post. Um, and that's this is Dirt Yard. The dirt balls, the dirt bags. Um, the jerseys they wore, not only like weren't they like their own team jerseys because they didn't really match. Some were wearing some jerseys, some wore another. None of them wore... like. None of them had a jersey that like had their actual name on it, and all of them said national, and a lot of them said national champions, which is very presumptuous. <laughs> so, I'm putting Rudy there, but he knows why. Yeah, he know the next fifteen. Fuck you, mean Rudy. Golly, golly, ah, hey, gee, heck of a Mariner wiffle ball though. Best ever. Heck, heck of a fielder. Gotta Boy. say, 
out there just cutting up his leg for the sake of the game. You know, if everybody else on Dirt Yard gave half a shit as much as Rudy did and cut up their legs a little bit to match him, that would have had some points for me for sure. Probably went to been in the basement, rest of the team. So it's on all of you, but mostly Rudy. Number 15, for the same thing, NWA with Law. You got to match. This is the uniform rankings. The jerseys were pretty cool. Um, Brendan Schultz, one of my low-key like guys that I did not expect to be spending time with, but ended up spending time with at fucking Pramani Brothers post-tournament. Uh, but I got a nice up-close look at his uh, like Oreos jersey from his league because they all just brought their league jerseys, mm-hmm. and they're pretty cool. I, I Pretty cool jerseys, just they don't match, and this is a uniform ranking, so right. you're going to be at the bottom. I, I agree. I think their jerseys alone definitely clear some of these other teams. Yeah, just, for sure. Just where they were, um, but they didn't match. But I, I kind of like the uh, the bit of the All Star look because it kind of reminds me of like the All Star game uh, back in the day with like the MLB. Totally. Where they were, they're at like actual team jerseys, so like that kind of, and you know, like MLW has done that too. Yeah, they, and I can get that. Play. I can see. Yeah, I think yeah. MLW did that last year. Or like they've been doing because it's like, like it's yeah. every time you take a picture, it's like what team is that? Yeah. No, I I, I agree with the ranking. I just yeah, I, I like the the prospect of it. For sure. Uh, it was cool. To, and, and again, really cool to see kind of an exhibition of all the jerseys, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a number 15 ranking kind of with some kind of with some positivity, though. Hey, top 15 ain't bad, man. I mean, out of 16. Top 15 in the nation. All right. Number 14, we are going to do South Hills Wiffle. And that is because they just wore uh, plain black muscle tanks, like tank tops, you know, muscle shirts or whatever. At least they matched. They all wore them, and none of them had like stuff on them, and nobody had like one that was different. Everybody just had the plain black, and they all had black shorts. I think except for one guy. So, which is pretty good for this tournament, I gotta say. So, they had nothing on it, but at least they all matched. One of the teams, unfortunately, I did not see like any of. I was just about to say. I hope you didn't throw this to me because. This is one of the teams I didn't even see. I never remember. Like, they could have never even been there. Oh, dude. I don't think I met anybody from there. I either. didn't. And I feel bad. I was yeah. just, when you're, it's just, it's a busy weekend. I think There's, I like, so them. many people I didn't even talk to that I'm, like, I know I missed. Yeah. I like, think, well, that that's that's kind of the nature of the beast with this tournament is that there's so many people, like, to meet and also just to catch up with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw them camped up in the shade of the stadium a lot, which is a heck of a move. That was fun. Yeah. It was fun up there. So, good for them. <clears throat> Uh, number 13 here, we are going to go with one of your opponents, Austin. Can you guess which one? It's not KWL. It's Baldwin. Uh, Baldwin, they, again, uh, not wiffle ball jerseys. Like, do we... One out of four... One, one out of four of these teams has have worn a wiffle ball jersey. Because the other ones were just kind of commemorative t- t-shirts, honestly. <laughs> but Baldwin, they just had their kind of Baldwin, I think it was like baseball jerseys. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to hate on it too much because I think they were, you know, they, they were there. They were playing. They competed, dude. They freaking, they crushed MLW. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of respect to them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's about how you play, not exactly how you look. But in this, it kind of is. And, you know, everybody had the same shirt, though. So good on them. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it, it was more than just a plain black tank top. So Honestly, not a bad first year ranking. No, like, for sure. I mean, we've seen worse. Very, yeah. We've seen worse for debuted years, and yeah. uh, I mean, in this year. And so, hopefully, I mean, I hope they come back. I don't know if it'll be next year or if when the tourney swings back to Pittsburgh, but 
I hope they come back a little bit more ready because they're going to be – hopefully they can be a team, you know. They definitely – Got it. Once the day started going on a little yep. bit more, and that was such a tough draw. Uh, HRL right off the bat. I mean, a lot of teams are going to lose that big to HRL right off the bat mm-hmm. in your first NWA game. And uh, great guys, though. It was fun meeting them, talking to them, and hanging yeah. out with them after. Sorry, I completely stomped on you right there. You're good. My bad. You're good, dude. All right, uh, number twelve. We are unfortunately going to go with the host committee or the host league uh, with his life, the waves, and. Uh, this is a tough one because, you know, obviously you want to give all the love to Jake for um, for the tournament and getting everything ready. Um, but I don't think that they matched until double elimination. I think they all just kind of wore random shirts. Um, and then once they did, they didn't have any numbers on it. They just kind of had their classic With His Life League shirt. It's kind of a reprint of what they've done before, mm-hmm. um, along with no numbers on the back. And so... Uh, so because of that, it's just we're getting now we're kind of out of the range of we're getting to the point where the rest of the field is some pretty good jerseys, and so you got to kind of start getting real picky about it. And I mean, shirts without numbers isn't going to cut it. Right. Still, still good enough to get above some of the other uh, other jerseys, but yeah, for sure, definitely not good enough to crack this tough top ten. Because yeah, because look at the rest of the team, rest of the. I mean, oh, certainly not the top ten. I mean, itself, yeah. number eleven. Honestly, it's tough that they're not in the top ten. Yeah, be, honestly, I, I thought they'd be top top ten. And, but and where, as you're gonna see, where do you find room for them in the top ten? Right. Uh, and, number eleven. Let's just talk about it. Bay City. Yeah. Uh, the the kings of pool play. Um, save the arms next time, guys. Because I think that they could they could make some serious noise if they bring a few more like kind of lower tier pitchers for pool play and kind of play it a bit more strategically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they can make some serious noise. Uh, call them ML, MLW's B team. I don't know about that. I think they're just Bay City. Yeah, they you know are, what I mean. I yeah. think they really made a name for themselves. I think they, but I think it was also their first tournament. And they just gotta they just gotta learn. They did look fresh though. They had a they had really nice cool. Uh, light blue shirts with uh, some red, some red lettering with some white outline on that, and that looked really good. It popped really well. Um, I think they were just cotton t-shirts though, and I think uh, you know no matching hats or shorts or anything like that. Um, so just a really really good first off for for, for a rookie team for sure. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to see what they can do. Hopefully they can maybe get in on that MLW like Trident deal. And uh, get some moxie up in there. That'd be nice. I don't know. What did you think of that? What do you think of Bay City? Uh, I I agree with the ranking. Uh, again, just a really strong first year showing for a new mm-hmm. league. Uh, I really liked what they were going for, but I think if they kind of keep the same colors, maybe doing something a little bit different, I think they can really do something cool. Yeah. Um, or maybe just like doing whatever. Um, I also hope they come with like a maybe a team name would like help like give them that like brand too because i think they were just like bay city i don't think they had like a name or anything yeah so i don't know i think that that might give it something who knows but mm-hmm. it could for sure uh hope hope to see them next year as well yeah that'd be awesome absolutely no it, that'd be cool the, another midwest team here so yeah well let's uh let's talk about their exact counterparts because their exact counterparts are number 10 and uh that is mlw the mlw all-stars come in at 10 here it's uh it was just a just a redo the same uh, MLW All Star jerseys—they've been rocking since. Um, I think it was it was it was 2021. I don't know what 
I don't know if it was NWLA 2021 or UWIF, but it was one of those years. That's when they started with these jerseys, and they look cool. I like them a lot. They're nice. They're a classic look. You know, it's kind of got that, it's kind of got that, uh, not iconic, but recognizable look. Like when you see that jersey, it's like, oh, that's MLW for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's got to that status, but uh, it would be nice. I, I mean, it'd be cool. I don't know. I feel like they could do a refresh, but something that you've kind of alluded to with NWA earlier with the all-star game look, MLW did that with their hats. Everybody on team MLW wore their MLW issue hats. That was very cool. That's you see like stuff like that you can do. And I think it's subtle enough that like yeah. works. That was so <clears throat> cool to see all those. Cause all of those caps are cool mm-hmm. and to see all the different kinds, um, you know, up close and personal, that real cool. Maybe just keeping those classic jerseys and then adding another one. Just having, just having two could like probably put them in like near top five next yeah, year. Definitely, yeah. Um, keeping that because, like I said, it's getting to that, it's getting to that iconic look. But yeah, uh, and the hats, it just completely works. So they, they definitely look good. They look good. But uh, this is, this is a tough ranking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we said, freshness is going to carry too. Um, now let's talk about uh, WWW, the Mothmen. Um, they came, they came stacked and packed with two jerseys, um, and they were those kind of V-necks, but they're also cotton, which looked real hot on the on the days. And another reason that they're kind of this lower, despite having the matching, you know, the two jerseys and everything, was uh, you know, they didn't have the matching hats or the shorts or anything. And then the two jerseys were just like completely independent of each other as well. Mm. One of them was gray, or was the base was Kelly green with white accents and then gray on it, gray numbers, which was hard to read. Um, so I didn't really, I didn't dig those as much. But then the ones I did like were the royal blue ones with the white and gold accent. Mm. You know, kind of Mariners look. Really liked that. That stood out. That popped really well for me. Um, but they don't have anything to do with each other. What do you think? I, yeah. Because, I, I mean, at first, I in my head, I was like, oh, I could have seen them higher. But then, giving that ranking, I think, just, like, the inconsistencies you gave, I think it's pretty pretty valid. Mm-hmm. Compared to, again, just, like, the rest of the teams we have, just, like, uniformity and just everything else that goes with it, I think. Yeah, because that... Not a, not a bad rank. Great jerseys. I You know, I think it... Great. Great jerseys and beautiful. Absolutely. I think in a jersey ranking, that one... Because there was probably... I mean, there was probably over 20 jerseys if you really take into account all the ones you saw out there mm-hmm. for teams that have multiple ones. And that one's easily top 10. For sure. Probably the, the, the blue one's probably top 10. So For sure. Great jersey. Just the, the uniformity and just the kind of randomness of the colors uh, keeps it. Number eight, r- another really cool jersey um, that just kind of maybe, maybe a little bit too plain, uh, the Leroy Riot. You know, um, they had the cool, they had the sleeveless jerseys, which was absolutely the move. I wish we had done that for HRL. Had just at least like a tank top alternate, you know, just to just to throw on between games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just went the completely sleeveless route. You know, Skibby made it famous, and they made they uh, Leroy did it this year, and that looked really good, dude. I it really like those jerseys. That red, I mean, it's white lettering on a red shirt. Mm-hmm. That's always gonna look good. It looked good, and I, I like the the riot concept. I think the because I, I think I don't know if this is the first time they used that. It is not. No, no they had they I had am. they had shirts in twenty twenty one as well. Right, I like it. I think it looks the logo's cool. The shirts, their jerseys or shirts, they were cool. 
I like it. I think this is a good ranking for them. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it it might even deserve higher, but it's just uh, it's just getting tough. All right, now we're gonna. So that was our that was eight. So going through it again at number sixteen, Dirt Yard, then NWA, then NWA, South Hills, Baldwin, Will. Number eleven was Bay City, MLW at ten, WWW, and then Leroy. And now number seven, and this was six and seven. Honestly, the next few were really hard to rank. And I think that you can make an argument for any of these being top five. But the top five in particular is really so strong that it's hard to it's hard to. Number eight is MAW, the Scum Lords. And this one is like they had their scum jerseys, which they've had since like I think twenty twenty one was the first year they did mm-hmm. that, so I think it's like their third year rocking with those. But they did also bring out these really cool sleeveless jerseys that I loved. Uh, the black the black sleeveless baseball jerseys and they just said scum on the front and it was uh it was like neon green lettering with purple backdrop and that just really worked for me i love their color scheme i think it's my favorite color scheme out there uh that that green with purple is so cool to me um those jerseys they had i loved i really really like those jerseys but it was just hard because they they also had the matching shorts, but not everybody had the matching shorts. Right. Um, so yeah, this is a really really hard number eight for me. Seven. No, this is number eight. Or yeah. Seven. No. Seven. Yeah, this is a really hard number seven for me. Uh, like you said, could have cracked top five for sure. Yeah. But it's just those what small, did you think? Yeah, I think it's very. I think it's. It's a good spot at seven. Um, and it's nice that they didn't just wear those like purple ones that they've worn. And they they freshened of, it up. Yeah, freshened it up for sure and brought those out. It was definitely like a fresh look, and they rocked it. Um, tough to say. I mean, it, I think I think seven's the right spot, though. Yeah, but man, I really, really like that jersey. It's so cool. Yeah. And number six, they also they did the same thing. They had a classic thing they've been rocking for a while, since 2020, I believe. Um, and then brought out a brand new look for Sunday and again just killed it with a brand new jersey um, and if they paired it with an even newer one next year it's probably going to get way up there and I'm talking about Skibby SWBL that's my number 6 they had the classic red tank tops for Saturday and then Sunday they broke out their cream jerseys uh, which was a really cool throwback look It had it even had kind of a retro feel because the numbers had like different shades of red as the backdrop which was really cool i don't i didn't know because cam would send me proofs of these and i didn't know the whole time i was like i thought it i thought it looked cool but i was worried about how that would look on like in real life Mm -hmm. but i thought it was worth it like for him to try it and so when they did it and I didn't design these by the way he just showed me he let me in on his design process and I just gave him my feedback because he asked for it um and they killed it dude that that backdrop the, the colors of the numbers look so cool um and then if you were privy to it at all they had a couple misprints on it though like it was supposed to be the first letter of each name was supposed to be capitalized and then the rest lowercase but every name except for Metters came completely lowercase which you said looked weird 
It looked it it like threw me off and it like upset me. <laughs> it made me sad because I was like, damn, these are like so cool, like Skippy killed it. And then I asked them and I was like, these look great. I didn't know, I didn't even notice it. I asked them and I was like, these look amazing. And then they're like they're messed up. They're fucked. We don't like them. They even that they were like, yeah. they were like they messed up. Our names look weird. And then I looked at him and I was like, you guys are right. It totally throws it out. like if these are printed right, like it's a top two jersey mm-hmm. easily. Like it's 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 hard. Like top three, top three, top two. Like it's it's hard. It, it, uh, I don't know. It, it's it, what do, what do you do? But. I honestly, it didn't upset me as much as it did you, and I think that's why I kept them at six instead of seven over Ma. Um, is because it didn't, I didn't find it, and that's crazy for me, but I didn't find it as distracting just because you could. There's a lot more on the jersey to focus on besides that. But yeah, I do remember now. Yeah, that you were saying that they were fucked up and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, good ranking though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That might that might be tough. All right, yeah, so the top five is going to start with um, really a design legend in Wiffle Ball, I would say. And that's Aussie with Electric City, the Electric City Heartbreak Kids. Um, This was a nod to Shawn Michaels, of course, um, because he was known as the Heartbreak Kid. And so the whole color scheme, the shorts, the shorts were so cool. And the, uh, the the numbers had the same sort of pattern in them as the shorts, which he's done before for yeah, Hesfield back yeah. in 2016. Le- oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, those were pretty epic, I got to say, when they rolled in with those shorts. I was wondering, because like, he posted a picture of the shorts, and so I'm like, okay, that's cool. He's going to have the shorts, but nobody else will. But they all did. Everyone, yeah. Everyone had the shorts. Everyone had the matching shirt. I mean, it was pretty cool. They were, they were looking up. They were dapper. Absolute... Jersey legend and just like thinking about like Hessfield, like mm-hmm. how big of a team like that was, like when the tournament first started, like that's where like Jimmy Cole came from. You know, like there's just so many memories like with Hessfield Nasi and to like see him again was so cool. But one of the cooler things during the tournament was I, I looked over during their game and they were doing like he like did the Shawn Michaels, the what do you call sweet chin music to someone after he had someone hit a home run onto home plate? No, they did what? Yeah, I saw oh, it from the like, and it just killed me. Oh, uh, oh, I wish I could have seen that. It was great to see. That sounds though. amazing. Great bit, great team all around. Just um, a great bit. Yeah. Jerseys look great. Those shorts were really cool. Like a real strong team identity, which is something you don't see a ton of. I would say this, uh, you don't see it top to bottom in NWA anymore. Yeah. Uh, the, the team identity and they really embraced it this year they did which is like just their whole league so it's just cool to see yeah Aussie killed it great job guys he did yeah number four number four was the national jersey of the year of 2022 and uh, that was the CCW Skull Crushers um, they had their their famous they're now famous I would say royal blue and gold with their Phoenix Suns inspired shirts, um, with the mat, with the cool matching shorts as well, uh, trimmed with a lot of white, big big numbers on the back. Um, it's definitely, it's such a cool uniform set, but unfortunately, it isn't the first time we've seen it, mm-hmm. which is just you know you can't. Which I'm not expecting them to have a brand new set every time, but there were you know brand new sets here, and 
I'm really excited to see it again at UWF because it's because it's a really amazing looking uniform. It could probably it's probably gonna win UWF number one jersey. <laughs> it could. It's it my could. favorite jersey. Like it, it could be top five at UWF too, man. I mean, it probably will. It's like one of my favorite color combinations. I've said this before on this podcast. Well, yeah. Anyone that's ever listened to this, gold and blue, is just killer. That's why we're on the Mariners. There's a reason the Mar- There's a reason the HRL Mariners look the way they do. Exactly. It's so because we just we like this one. Team. In my opinion, could have been one, but I understand why not. Like you said, New Jersey's, and we've just seen this before. But again, any any other year, this could this could be one. Hey, if Rudy got them all matching hats, I'd gladly. Although I made a point a long time ago when ranking Indy Southside when they were called Indy Southside Wiffle Ball League. Um, and I said... <laughs> I said they should they should all get matching hats, but they all have too good a hairline to do that. So they shouldn't. And I think that still holds. Even, like, these many years later when, you know, obviously some of us need the hat. And, I mean, guys like Brendan Dudas and Rudy and freaking Werner and all... Like, so many of those guys still have impeccable hairlines. So good on them. All right, let's hear number three, Trent. Who do you got? Number three is uh, HRL Dong Show. Oh. Yeah, uh, the team that you and I were part of. Um, I really think that I, – I really love the look this year. I think it looked cool. Uh, it was the navy, plain navy blue shorts, navy blue jersey with white twin cities across the front, number, number on the chest – um, matching number on the back in white with the white name and then um, red shoulders I think was the thing and then also v-neck so it had a super retro look mm-hmm. which I really liked um, it continued kind of the HRL tradition of the retro inspired v-neck look um, and it, so it had red shoulders as well and some really cool stitched on piping um, some, some cool white accent colors to bring out that white of the letters on the number and then the matching hat, the red HRL hat that they wore in 2021 as well. Um, yeah, red with the navy bill. Honestly, I think it looked amazing. I think it just goes to show you, like what, like a just like a clean look, just like a nice like executed. I mean, obviously you're the one that did the jersey and everything, but I did not design this jersey. I oh. just made this jersey. No, you made this it. Was okay, Wade yeah. Cooper. Wade, yes, Wade. Webgem Cooper was the man who made the jersey. Sorry, that was my made mistake. the uniform actually. But when you just like when you execute it and it just it looks good out on the field, like even though it was just one jersey, I think this is very it was a very valid ranking and I, I think um I think HRL has the potential to be like a number one rank a number one team. I just think mm-hmm. like they don't they it's not like they 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 care about winning the title. Like their jersey's not in their mind, but when they care uh, I they think, look great cuz those I white jerseys look so <laughs> good. The white ones from like 2021. Yeah, I don't know. I hope they. I hope there's not much you can do. That's the thing. I I don't really. Uh, it's so hard to redesign stuff to do new jerseys for like the HRL for the Twins franchise in HRL because like there's just nothing. The only thing there's nothing you can do with that identity. The only thing HRL can do is make sure everyone has all the jerseys: the baby blue, the white, and now this one, and just roll with those three because those three jerseys are well, pretty. Then they're gonna. They're going to hope for a top five ranking next year. Oh. What? That's freshness. But 
Three I don't know. old jerseys isn't going to win you uniform of the year. I don't know. I think if you roll that look out, it, it, it Yeah, clears. it'll be a great look. It might be a top five look. I agree. Right. We'll see next year. We'll see. God, you're a clown. <laughs> Squirrel the clown. Give me, give me number two. Let's hear it so I can know who one is. Number two is the national champions, the KWL Keggers. Justin Gregory was the guy who designed these. They all had matching shorts. And they were cool matching shorts. They weren't just like ours where they were matching generic shorts. They were cool matching shorts. They had the reversible shirts. So they had two looks um, on there. I think the all-white look was way better yeah. than the gray look that they played us against. I think the, whatever the, the, the first game of the day, they wore the gray. Then I think they switched to white and didn't look back. And I think that was a great move. The white was great. Because they had, they had black shorts, but it had white trim and a white KWL logo. Then when you had the white, it was it was a really cool. It was kind of like a different color sleeve, but it was a black and green kind of almost gradient, mm-hmm. not exactly, sort of a static gradient almost. Um, and then they had white hats with the black KWL logo. So when it was all white, it looked really cool. Um, and I mean, they won a championship, looking like it, looking like a great team. Like that is a great representation for a, what a football team should look like, for Absolutely. sure. Had Kalamazoo across the front. Right where they're from. Where, what are these guys? It's Kalamazoo Wiffleball team. That's what that is. That's what a uniform should do. Those guys killed it. What did you think? You got to play against it. Yeah, I mean they were, they to me like they like they were bold. They stood out. They're beautiful jerseys, and but it wasn't too much because I think like sometimes in the past like with like that those colors you know like the lime green and just like the gray just like from teams you can like just think about like. Sometimes you don't get the best jerseys, but oh, the fact that busy as well. Yeah, the fact that they were reversible, but like it looked good either way. But that white really struck, and they just rolled with it. I think it was incredible, and uh, and yeah, they killed it. Justin Gregory did amazing, and champions on the field, but off the field, number two ain't bad. So they can wear the hell out of some jerseys. Absolutely. And so so, uh, so can the number one guys. Yeah, is that what you were gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say that leads us into uh, number one. You must have uh, the Ridley, boys from Philly, Ridley Park, Ridley Park Long Balls, the Long Balls. Uh, they, yeah. man, as soon as I saw Font Guy post this, I fell in love. Um, it's the Phillies maroon and white, but it's the Ridley Park logo, and they got. Ah, it's a it's the classic Phillies look, but it's got the modern Phillies font on it, which I love. That is so cool to mix up the eras like that, and then to go and have the matching shorts as well, have them be white with some cool maroon striping to match the jersey with the num with the numbers on the shorts as well, um, and then again another case of a team don't need hats. A lot of good hairlines on that team, so when they did wear the hats, you know it was either bucket hat which like I almost don't even consider because that's almost more of a piece of equipment rather than a piece of fashion because like you know you're pitching out on the field so Tommy would wear a bucket hat but like Sean was a good Sean Bingier was a good example for the whole uniform because he had the long balls hat on as well and it was maroon with white all again I think all of this was done by font guys so Brian Dnap killed it Big on him for getting this done. Big on those guys for getting this done as well. Uh, they had a hell of a showing just as a team. You know, it was it was a heartbreaking way to, to for them to end their run. Like all weekend, when I was kind of just like 
would just like stop and take it in and look around and be like, who's, you know, who's the national champion here? You know, cause you can kind of get a feel and like, who's really, who's really serious. Who's not, who's a, who's a contender, not a pretender. And like Ridley park was like pretty much at the top of it all weekend for me. Mm-hmm. When we would talk about it, you know, at the hot tub and stuff for, for the team as HRL, when we were talking about like, besides us, I'm like, Ridley Park's way up there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think once so, that like news, like kind of like started leaking through too that Tommy was on like actually playing when he showed up, dude. Yeah, I think. Oh, man. Yeah, what I mean, a, not only stallion. is he such a good guy, but like that gave him that like, oh, they're gonna win this thing. Yeah, they're like is Tommy. They have Tommy it was that thing because like they didn't need him and they could could have won it. Still, they like could have finished. Cam- they could have at least like done as well as they did without without Tommy. Probably, yeah, they could easily fin still been top four without Tommy. Yeah. But it was just so cool seeing him there and having to be there. I thought that was going to be that, like you said, that kind of felt like that extra push because they've always been near that top four level. Always have a shot. And I felt like that, like you said, that might have been the extra push. Uh Um, Just to go back to the jerseys real quick too, um, I always like, they've stuck true to like the Philly look and like Philadelphia and like the Sixers and the Phillies for so long. And like really committed to it, I think it just there's their uniforms look so good all the time, and I know they've like been really good on our uniform rankings before, and I don't know if they've gotten number one because that like Sixers one a few years ago I really liked, mm-hmm. um, and they've done some really cool ones, but yeah. I don't know if they've ever won this, but um, it's very fitting that they did because they're always kind of the team I always think about when we talk about teams that used to just sharpie. Oh, dude, jerseys. we talked about that this weekend. We yeah. did, yeah, when they first started in like 2017. And you could, like, see it. They're like, oh, these guys are just wearing, like, homemade jerseys, but they did really good at pool play or at uh, regionals. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're going to be there. And then they had this guy that could, you know, the story unfolds <laughs> from yeah. there. But. No, it's cool. Yeah, like you said, I think, yeah, no, I mean, they've been at the top here for sure. Um, and just, again, as – that was uh, it was those were some good looking uniforms. Every time, every time I saw those, I'm like, "Yep, that's that's it. That's it, was. it for me." It was and it was a great, great year for Jersey. It, it really was, yeah. I mean, tournament. can't really say top to bottom, but a lot. There was, there was, a, that was a hard ranking, and I'm sure there's going to be some snubs and some slighted feelings, but that's the nature of the beast. <laughs> um, I, I mean, just honestly, bravo to, to to everybody who helped put together the uniforms out there, and you know the peeps for wearing them too. Like it's just, it looked good. Everybody killed it. It was just a good, another good looking tournament. Like I said, it's come a long way from when we, like 2013, the year before I started. Like it in like the year we started. Like it was, it was rough sometimes. You know, just a lot of iron on stuff on a white T-shirt. The stuff you get at a local craft store because that's. That's what you could afford because there was a lot of like kid teams, literally like eighteen year olds, mm-hmm. and that didn't have the money to do huge jerseys. Now you know it's like jerseys are a bit more accessible, and those kids who were eighteen, you know, now they're in their late twenties, and so they got some more money to spend on some really cool jerseys. Ridley had a GoFundMe. Oh my Remember God! That? Yes. Remember the GoFundMe yes. for the jerseys? Like back in the day, like man. No, I think that was the bit. I think they did a GoFundMe and then didn't get jerseys. Yeah. Good which for them, like, though. Well, yeah, Brilliant. which is good, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Hell yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, great, great podcast. Yeah, thanks great for way, coming back. Good yeah. way to close out July. Um, the 16th season in a movie of uh, Holy Commutes. 16th season. Yeah, that just got there. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, so that was uh, that was uniform rankings, and this has been Holy Commutes. Another episode is coming at you tomorrow with a great Wiffle Ball host. Thank you, everyone. Have Thank an you amazing, so much. Have, have an amazing day. morning. Oh, please, please. The floor is yours. Right. Oh, wow. It's it's really it's always best practice to cover your mouth when you're talking on a podcast. Put, put as much barrier between you and the microphone as possible. That's what I do. I know. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Here Let's we get go. It. Get it. I'm about to rap about wiffle ball. Uh, summertime and it's prime time. Playing ball all day through the night time. I don't know about you, but it's my time. We can go all night, alright. We'll go all nine. Hit the payoff pitch. Yeah, we happy that we made it. We can take another sip. Round the bases celebrating. Or chill and take a dip while we constantly debating which players are the shit and which memories are greatest. What's that, mom? I ain't going to school today. I'ma hit some wiffle balls and hit the pool today. Go out of sun and have some fun and just stay cool today. Cause rain cloud and flash flood can't even wash my mood away. Wiffle baby, wiffle baby, let me know. Cause it's the summertime, it's time to shine and come back home come And back we can home. swing right back into it or can take it slow Can we play some wiffle baby, wiffle baby Here we go It's like everywhere I go, my team will put on a show We keep it in the zone, but all the pitches be slow We own this life, we taking over control And we own this night, we taking over the globe Well I guess not literally, cause that'd be a dictatorship Hit a home run, that's a see you later hit I hit it, hit it, I hit it like I can't miss I use a long ball, bro, you'll never catch this Summer gets hot, so we take off all our clothes In between games, skinny dipping with my bros Whoa, 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 we're not that close yet I thought we were dating Like three, two, bottom of the ninth now. Neighbors getting mad, telling us to pipe down. Well, they can grab a bat. We don't want to fight now, because all we ever live in for is a moment right now. Uh, because life happens making other plans. If we forget to have fun, then we grow up too fast. You'll be the same old dude, just another man. Dude, you ain't bringing no game, but your mother can. Your mom jokes in a wiffle ball song. It doesn't get any realer than that. It's time to shine. Maybe fun. Pitch.